0: And glad to have you along with me on this um, Tuesday morning, October 19th. We, we're beginning a new series today on why people fall away from the faith and I'd like to talk today about the problem of too much information or too much knowledge. Our verse it comes from first Timothy chapter 6 verses 20 and 21. Paul writes, "O Timothy, guard, guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding worldly and empty chatter and the opposing arguments of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and thus gone astray from the faith. You know, this idea of people thinking they're too smart to believe in God, too smart to believe in Christ, too smart to believe in the Bible. It's not a new idea. It's not something that we're dealing with in our generation or our century. Something been around for quite a while. As a matter of fact, it's been around since the garden of Eden. When the serpent outsmarted Eve, he outsmarted her and she thought she had new knowledge. As a matter of fact, she ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, not the tree of knowledge, but the knowledge of good and evil. And in seeking that knowledge, thinking that God was hiding something from her. She ate of that tree, and that was the fall of man. And of course, we've been there, we've been going there ever since, have we not? People have been going there. I think there is a general sense that that Christians can feel inferior because of faith. So often people have this idea, I'm too smart to have faith. I wish I could have faith, but I require proof, I think, I'm a critical thinker. And somehow, even as Christians, we can be subtly insecure in our own faith and thinking that it's not very intellectual. Indeed, I believe this is why many of the small universities, small colleges around America, many of them here in Ohio, that were begun by churches, and indeed most of the universities, most of the schools, uh, higher educations in America were started by churches and today many even in Ohio and almost all of the Ivy League schools that were started to teach people the Bible to help them understand God to prepare clergy almost all of them have gone astray almost all of them now are are strongholds of humanism and even secular secularism and even atheism and very very few of them are they being taught proper, Understanding of the Bible. This is what they were made to do, and yet they don't. Why? So often I believe it was an insecurity about their own faith and a belief that really smart people, very intellectual people, are open to all kinds of knowledge that, to be honest, maybe they shouldn't have even been open to. Maybe they should have avoided. Now, I'm not going to talk about the universities for at least in a moment, I might. What I would like to say is that as believers, we we need to obey this verse. And the lack of obedience to this verse has caused many of our young people to stray away from the faith, to leave the faith, and many of the older people as well. In our churches, because we allow and have, have allowed in information And we do live in the information age, don't we? And we do live in the age of the internet, but this has been going on long, long sooner than the internet. And we can't blame just the internet for this, although it has certainly added to the problem. We live in a time, and we have lived in the last 100, 150 years, where the church has welcomed ideas such as evolution into the church. We have welcomed people who teach evolution, progressive evolution or progressive creation, We've allowed that. We've allowed the tax into understanding of the Bible. And we thought that, well, we're smart. We're intelligent. We have understanding. And we can handle it. If it's true, we can handle it. And so we allow this in. We've allowed in thoughts about the LGBT right now. Many churches are debating whether or not LGBT morality should be allowed into the church. And can a Christian, a practicing Christian, engage in these things? There are church churches that embrace and welcome this, and others are contemplating how to deal with the LGBT issue in their theology, not just in their how do we treat people, but what do we really believe about this? Well, the Bible's clear. The Bible's clear as it can be on this. And yet, some in the name of, well, I'm intelligent, I'm educated, and so I'll receive information about people are born this way or it's natural, or is this uh, things of this nature? They'll receive these arguments. They're receiving arguments about evolution, about LGBT. Of course, another big area is critical race theory. The truth is not absolute, but truth is determined by a person's experience. The truth, this, this is the heart of the problem with critical race theory, is that truth is determined by people's experience, more specifically, By their skin color and their skin color affects not just their perception but the reality of what is true so many of these things have been allowed in and they undermine our understanding of absolute truth of God and the truth comes from God truth comes from God and therefore we have absolute truth because of an absolute unchanging God folks these are problems in the church they are problems outside the church and as more and more information becomes available, we've got to be on guard. I know for years now, in my, when I preach on campus, I've got to know something about everything. I've got to be able to defend almost anything that we believe. And accusations and undermining uh, accusations that undermine the Bible, they come from everywhere now and the internet, there's an internet site, I, almost anything the Bible says, there'll be some internet site to try and undermine it. We've got to be careful and not accept these opposing arguments of what is falsely called, called knowledge, which some have accepted, and they've gone away from the faith. This is the warning. What, what must we particularly be careful of? Number one, parents, be careful about your children's education one good thing that's come from this pandemic is with much of the virtual education parents are seeing what their children are learning and a lot of them don't like what they're seeing and and they don't like it for good reason we've discovered that our schools have become far more secularized and far more uh, vitriolic towards our faith than we realize parents take charge of your children's education you'll regret it if you don't it may cost you some money it may cost you some time, but you'll regret it if you don't. You have the charge of raising your youngsters. This is your responsibility. Your children do not belong to the state. Your children belong to God, and you're stewards of them responsible to raise them well. The education they're being given, and we know education has always been more than just reading, writing, and arithmetic. Education is the development of a mind. Education teaches a person how to think. Education is a development of a world view, of a perspective. And so be careful. You cannot partner with unbelievers, you cannot partner with atheists, you cannot partner with secularists in the development of your child's mind and think that your child will turn out the way you'd be happy with. So be careful, take charge. It may may involve a Christian school, it may involve a a, uh, home school, which is what Roz and I did take charge of your children's education. Be careful what they learn. Be careful what they're being taught. Many of our kids are being taught strongly anti-Christian ideas, and we don't even know it. If your children are in the public school, you better talk to them every day at the dinner table. Talk to them every day. What were you learning today? And if you've got to combat it, if that's what, you, if that's the only choice you can make, you better know what they're doing, and you better know how to speak truth into their life number two obviously our churches need to be taking a stand our churches cannot be neutral on some of these topics that are stealing away our youth and if you don't understand listen if they don't understand our our youth are being stolen by this lgbt agenda by the sciences that's proven the bible evolution agenda and now more and more by the the progressive ideas that everything is determined by race. Race is the deep issue of our time and of our world. If you don't understand that, churches, if you don't see that, my goodness, get your head out of the sand because we are losing the youth of our nation, and, and these are the ideas that are being presented to them on why. And anyone who disagrees with these areas is thought of as backwards, a hick, a hillbilly, a redneck, a bigot, close-minded, etc., etc., etc. Some of us have had the pain of our own children thinking about this towards us as they get educated in these areas. Again, be careful. Churches have got to start speaking on where they stand on these issues. It, this is not something we can remain neutral about, and it is it is um, uh, murky waters. I will admit. It is, there are people in our congregations that have accepted some of these very doctrines. People in our congregations have an LBGT child and they're wondering, how do I deal with this? And we don't want to alienate these people who are struggling within their own family or people who have become, because we've been silent for so long about evolution, people in our congregation be, be believing these things, are believing these things. And, and it's how do you get them back without alienating them, etc. And of course, no one wants to be considered a racist and to stand against critical race theory, the the problems with that, you, you may be called such, but my goodness, we've lost our churches by failing to stand up and speak about the big cultural issues of our day. We cannot avoid them, in my humble opinion. Thirdly, we must contend for the faith. We must contend for the truth. You know, I know earlier it said avoid them, and and with some of our children and their education, we must avoid these things. But others of us need to contend. This is what I do. This is my ministry on the campus. I contend. These are the issues we talk about every day. These are the issues that I am contending for. These are the issues I am defending. These are the, I'm promoting a biblical perspective. And I'll tell you, sometimes the greatest, the people most helped by this are the believers. I'm out there to try and persuade the unbelievers, but it's the believers who are often the most benefited, and dare I say, sometimes it's the believers who oppose me the most. Believe it or not, sometimes, even just last week, sometimes it's the believers who are arguing that we need to be accepting LGBT, uh, and we and we love the people, but we don't accept the sin sometimes it's the believers that that are opposed to a stand on evolution sometimes it's the believers who have a weak understanding of the bible and they have embraced secular ideas and they're trying to embrace the scripture at the same time and it doesn't work it doesn't work folks were called to take a stand one way or another so what do i say today we're losing our youth and we're, one of the big reasons we are losing them is education. Education that comes through the schools, education that comes over the Internet, education that just comes in general discussion. We must equip our kids, our grandkids, we must equip the next generation to know how to stand on some of these critical issues of creation. Has science disproven the Bible? Some of these critical issues on LGBT, is it mean-spirited and bigoted to stand for the fan for for marriage between a man and a woman and no sex outside of marriage only within um, 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 um a man woman marriage is a bigotry to to have basically the standard of martin luther king jr where he said i he wanted to judge a person on the content of their character rather than the color of their skin in our day and age now if that's your standard that's considered bigotry and and, and racist. Folks, we are in a battle of ideas. You know, it's interesting, Khrushchev said, and if you go to the Ronald Reagan Museum out in uh, Simi Valley, California, you see this quote. Khrushchev said, I believe it's Khrushchev, said, Ideas have always been more powerful than bullets, than guns. We didn't let them have guns. What made you think we would let them have ideas? Folks, ideas are powerful we have the best ideas our story the ideas of a god the truth idea we have the true ideas that there is a god he is our creator he's our maker he knows how to he's our sustainer he knows how to he knows how to make it he knows how to keep our life going our god and living with our god And then the outworking of a faith and an idea of the world and a worldview and understanding of the world, the outworking of that that is centered on and begins with the God of the Bible. This is the superior idea. idea. Our ideas are often being suppressed in our culture today. We need to stand up and speak them loud and proud. We need to defend them. We need to contend for them. I encourage you, you know, People out there who are contending for the faith, we need to, our voice needs to be heard. That's why I always ask you to be sharing these videos that we're talking about. People need to be hearing. Send this to your pastor. It's an encouragement. It's a hard thing. And pray for your pastor. It's hard to stand on these issues today because they are controversial. And they will offend some people that we, that we care about. But we must do so because we are losing the next generation. Many of our churches... Where are the the 18 to 25-year-olds? Where are they? Our churches used to be filled with them. Now there's often many of them that I visit, just a handful of people in that age range. What happened to them? Where are they? Where are the high school guards? We used to have strong high school groups, many of the churches I visit. Now they are just a handful of people. What's happened? My goodness, folks, we'd better wake up, smell the coffee, realize what's happening, or we lose our greatest treasure, our future with our youth. Father in heaven, we come to you today when we cry out to you lord we cry out to you for the young people of our nation we cry out to you for the young people in our churches we cry out to you for the young people we have loved and raised lord they're facing ideological battles and intellectual battles that some of us aren't aware of and they're fighting them alone and they're sitting in the classroom learning things or they're reading things on the internet and some of us we aren't even aware of what they're fighting with what they're hearing. And Lord, their faith is being chipped away at, and we don't even know it. I pray, Father, protect the young people, protect people, protect the older people, protect all of us, Lord. We are, we are being inundated with attacks upon the Bible, We're being inundated with attacks on its, its, its veracity, its truthfulness. Father, we pray that we would be people who contend earnestly for the faith, Help us to know, Lord, how to avoid what arguments we can. Oh, Father, I pray, why are churches even debating did God create us? Why are churches even debating the morality of LGBT? Why are people even debating whether truth is relative? Lord, these these, these cruel, evil ideas have crept into the church. Perhaps, Lord, we're insecure in our faith. Perhaps we're insecure having uh trusting in you and lord it's a spiritual battle you said trust in the lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding you wouldn't have told us that if it wasn't easy to do you wouldn't have told us if it wasn't easy to lean on understanding you wouldn't told us you wouldn't have given us that instruction if we weren't tempted to do otherwise help us father to trust in you to trust in your word your your truth is evident and compelling all who trust in the lord so often father this is the problem where pride enters in you said knowledge can puff up pride enters in and our intellectual pride enters in and we become blinded and deceived and unable to see the truth help us father to remember that you said you would reveal your truth to the to babes not to the know-it-alls but to those who are humble who seek the lord to humble ourselves before the almighty and as we do truth and information it becomes crystal clear oh father help us to in our day and age where there's so much emphasis on education so many of our younger people are learning things that even their parents didn't know there's just the uh, such a growth in information available and we're learning things at such a rapid pace might we always temper all that we're learning with humility before our God Might we always stay humble? Might we always be worshipers? Might the more we know cause us to be in greater awe of our God, not not dismissive of our God? We pray this for ourselves. We pray this for our youth. We pray, Father, for our education. I pray for parents today, Lord. I pray for parents who are needing to make difficult decisions about their children's education who are considering putting their children out of school, even now as the school year started, give those parents confidence. Give those parents the the faith to know that you will be with them. You'll strengthen them. You'll enable them to do what seems like a very difficult job. Lord, you're the one who will equip every parent here to make a good decision and to make even a courageous decision, a difficult decision. But as they make whatever decisions would be honoring to you, that you will strengthen them and give them the grace necessary to, to carry out their mission I pray that for our parents I pray for our children I pray for our grandparents Lord help us to speak truth into our children and grandchildren's lives I pray these things Father. that's such a big 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 area help us to be educated help us Lord to know the truth help us to be able to defend it help us father to, to really get behind support ministries such as mine, to be honest, Lord. get The people get behind our ministries. We contend earnestly for the faith. I pray for this. I ask these things. Lord, give us your strength today. Make us mighty men and women of God. We need this. We trust your spirit to fill us all day long. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Big message today. I could tell you could guess. I could talk for hours and hours and hours on this topic. In fact, our conference that we did in in a one-day conference in Kansas City last weekend is just so wonderful. I got things going, but there were so many questions from the audience back and forth. Believers have so many questions. If your church would like to sponsor me, bring me in for a day of just how do you answer objections? And uh, by all means, get it organized. Contact me on what to do, how to bring me in. I'd love to serve in that way. We spent a whole day on a Saturday. There's good turnout. Uh, of people with so many questions and I've gotten so much positive feedback from the time and I loved it. So, we contend for the faith, we educate the believers, we speak on them. That's why I ask you, make sure you subscribe, come back, be here every day. Share these videos with your friends, share them with your pastor, encourage your pastor and give strength to your pastor as I prayed. It's hard. It's hard to take a stand on issues that you think could alienate people. Our pastors love their their congregation. They 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 don't want to alienate over an idea. They want to love the won't be there for them and help them and they have a pastor's heart, a shepherd's heart. And sometimes they need to see that these things that are chipping away at the people in their congregation and they don't realize it. And so we have to help them understand it. Because they do care and they love their flock. They love their people. So anyway, I could go on and on but I won't. We'll call it a day right here. Thanks for being with me. We'll be back tomorrow morning. 8:30 30 a.m eastern time you can watch time through the day we'll be going over a second reason why people are walking away from the faith thanks for being with me you have a great day god bless you and we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye